Welcome, Shabbat Shalom for those who are still in the Sabbath. It is uh, two o'clock in the morning, half past two here in the land of Israel, Sunday morning. What a blessing it is to come and spend some time in the Word. I've been here for a few hours now just uh, praying pressing in and just enjoying my time in the presence of Yahovah before uh, we have gone live today. And uh, I hope, uh, you know, you've been encouraged today as uh, we take time out to seek first the kingdom of Yahovah and his righteousness. So thanks for joining with us. We're going to press in today. And today, you know, one of the things we're going to look at uh, is just, you know, a few scriptures on the importance of what it truly means to be sanctified before the king. So, you know, tonight we're talking about what we always ought to do, and our focus is on giving thanks. So we're going to get into the scriptures on that and just share a few words of encouragement, which I hope will be a blessing to you and an encouragement as we seek to serve Yehovah together in the presence of a mighty God. He is worthy of our praise. And, you know, what a blessing it is to serve Yehovah. And as we come together, it's not just about going through the motions of, of what other people are doing. But as we come together, we want to inquire by the Spirit. What is the Father saying? What's the word that He is speaking to us tonight? We want to be led by the Ruach HaKodesh, by His Spirit. So if you're joining with us, just uh, write in the comments, give us a shout out, let us know where you're watching from. It's always a blessing to see where people are tuning in. Right now we've got Pete in New York, good to see you. We've got Lola in Florida. We've got Esther in Australia, good to hear you. Uh, Pete says he can't hear. I hope he can hear now. I think we're, our, our uh, audio is restored, so that's good. Like I said, just give us a shout out. Let us know where you're watching from in the comments. And uh, it always is a blessing just to, you know, uh, see, uh, you know, who's connecting with us and what the Father is doing within your lives. We're getting ready for our newsletter coming out in the next couple of days as well. Can you believe it's another month? We've got through another month, the month of, of January. Hallelujah. I believe we've got great things in store. And through this week that's uh, coming, we're going to have uh, a little bit of a time of uh, mission week. We're not going to broadcast every day, but we will share a few times this week with some extra uh, live broadcasts where we just talk about the ministry and what the Father is doing and, you know, what is ahead of us in these days. But uh, I want you to turn in Psalm 100 as we just read this Psalm before we delve into the book of Romans chapter 8 as well and Second uh, Thessalonians as well. Hallelujah. Father, I want to thank you for this day. I thank you, Father, that we can come around the Word. Father, we don't know necessarily what's going to happen, but Father, we know that by the Spirit that uh, you know exactly what we need to hear. And I pray that as I speak just now that you will uh, minister to those who are watching live and those who are listening by podcast. However people are receiving this word, I pray, Father, that you will minister to them directly. It's not necessarily about the words that I say, but we want heaven to speak. So we ask for an open heaven right now that you will minister to us as the body of Messiah, that you will bring forth your life. We need you more than anything, and we stand upon your promise 
promises because your promises are yes and amen. And Father, we come before you not just uh, for ourselves, but we come before you that we will be filled with your glory, Father, that we will be carriers of your word, of your truth to a heart and broken generation. May we be all about bringing your kingdom every way that we know how to make a difference uh, in this generation. So, Father, as we come to the word, we just ask that your word will be blessed to our hearts in Yeshua's name. Amen. Hallelujah. Welcome, uh, Joyful, <laughs> that's with us as well. Hope you're doing good. Uh, we've also got, uh, oh, we've got, hold on one second. Let's just bring this up. We've, uh, we had uh, some spamming attacks on last week, and uh, it looks like that is happening again. So we'll just try and find ways to uh, to block uh, these. Okay, so... All right. So anyway, let's get in Psalm 100. Shout for joy to Yehovah all the earth. Worship Yehovah with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Know that Yehovah is Elohim. It is he who made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise and give thanks to him and praise his name. For Yehovah is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. So what we want to do is we want to be people who are shouting for joy, recognizing that Elohim, Yehovah, he is the king over all the earth and we stand upon his promises. You know, I'm telling you, it's time that we get to that place of worship and we worship because of who he is. You might be facing challenges and circumstances within your life and within your family right now and you don't know how to, uh, you know, see through what you are going through in this earthly realm, but we can press in by the Spirit. We can press in and we can see things through the eyes of the Spirit. So we come before Him in joyful song because we know who He is. You know, uh, it's He who has made us. We are His people of His pasture. So we don't start from where we are. We start by recognizing who Yehovah is. So in your uh, circumstances, in your life, and the challenges and the things that you face, we start by recognizing, Father, I recognize you in this area of my life. I give you permission to bring transformation to my life, that you will save me, that you will deliver me, that we will see your kingdom come and your will done. And it's a, a responsibility that we have, that we are found standing, uh, you know, in uh, the, the right way before God, instead of going to God saying, you know, this is what we deserve, this is what we should be having, we come before Him and recognize that we don't deserve anything, but in Messiah, 
we are joint heirs in him so we can stand upon his promises and as I was pressing in tonight I, I was just really uh, having a great time in, in prayer and, and today I was going through uh, some of the, the the minor prophets and and just looking at the warnings before Israel the warnings to the northern kingdom the warnings to the southern kingdom and the challenges of the prophetic words that were going forth um, from the prophets and one thing we all we see the prophets were calling the people to come into line and as we are born again of the spirit what's one of the key things that the father expects of us he expects us uh, to align ourselves with his promises and his truth and you know some people you know if you're brought up with religion all around you you just think that you know let someone speak into your life let that uh, religious word bring comfort but you don't have that connection with the the maker of heaven and earth Yehovah himself but we recognize we are his people we are the people of his pasture hallelujah so we don't just come to receive a, a little comforting word for us to try and apply it to our circumstances but we come in full surrender in the presence of Yahovah, and we recognize we can't do anything without him we need him in everything that you know we need him it doesn't matter what your situation is philippians chapter 4 it says don't be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to Elohim why because he is the answer and maybe you need to receive that word right now maybe you're in that situation where you think I don't know how I'm going to get through this next uh, uh, chapter this next challenge within my life hear the word of Yehovah he will carry you through he will uh, enable you to be carried through so what are we called to do we're called to uh, continue in prayer to be steadfast in prayer to be watchful uh, in in how we live our lives to be thank uh, thankful and to be operating with thanksgiving also it might not be good you know praise in the midst of trouble praise in the midst of difficulty you know the more we understand about the truth uh, you know the more we know what's one of the lessons we learn the more we understand uh, about Yehovah the more we understand that we do not know because we see more of the vastness of how great he is so we're not going to be anxious but we're going to bring our request before Yehovah in prayer and that's my encouragement to you today you know you might you know sometimes people try and work it all out and then when everything else fails then they come before Yehovah and say okay <laughs> you know help help you know i've tried it all in my might and that just reminds me of that scripture of the, the rich young ruler that comes before yeshua you know what must i do to be saved and yeshua says you know keep the commandments and he's well you know i do all that i i, I keep the commandments and uh, then yeshua said to him well you know if you want to be perfect and i love that word complete if you want to be complete sell everything give all your wealth to the poor and come follow me 
and he walked away sad. And, and, and you know, what, what's the key that we understand from, uh, you know, what Yeshua was saying to that rich young ruler? He's basically saying, you know, love thy neighbor. You know, we, how are we loving our neighbor? So you talk about how you're keeping the commandments, but you didn't want to give up and follow me. And then Yeshua comes up with the statement, how difficult it is for a rich man to enter the kingdom of Yahovah. It's easier for uh, the, the, a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of Yahovah. And what do we see in the midst of this? When people have things of material within this world, they can be content. But why is it the poor, those who do not have, they are uh, standing in that place of great faith to receive because there's no other place they can go. They can't go anywhere else they have to uh, you know just uh, go to the father there's nowhere else to go there's no other uh, uh, thing that they can hold on to they have nothing that they can pull on and we've got to get to that place as believers no matter what our status is within this world Yeshua needs to be your all in all We've got to be in that place where we are being sanctified in his presence. And the more we are being purified in his presence, the more the, the ways of the world, the riches of this world will fall off us. And we realize how insignificant they are. Now, the father knows what needs you have. He knows, but he knows how to provide for you. He knows how to care for you. So we don't have to work things out within this world system but we have to trust in his name. So in Romans chapter 8, you know, as we look at Romans chapter 8, it talks about no condemnation for those who are in Messiah. But before we get into that opening section in Romans chapter 8, Paul in chapter 7 deals with the struggle, deals with the sin nature, what's going on within his heart. You know, the very things that I want to do, I don't do. The things that I know are good, the things I don't do. I've got this war, this battle that's going on in the inside of me. But there's a key that we need to receive. And I believe this is a word for many people today. In the midst of your struggle, trying to get through life. And, you know, you might be in that place where you're waiting for the promises of Yahovah. And you, you have that moment where it gets to that time of day. And, and you just feel that, uh, that pain. It's like, you know, how long until the promise is fulfilled? Just think of the earth groaning and waiting for the sons of God to be revealed. And every day that groaning because of the evil, because of what is happening in the earth. And, and, and as a spiritual being, we can have that as we are waiting, you know, to see the fullness of the promise of Yehovah. It says in Romans uh, chapter 11, that Abraham and all the patriarchs, they, they hoped... But they didn't receive the fullness of the promise, but only together were all going to receive the fullness of the promise. So they had to carry about that weight of Elohim's promise will be fulfilled. So what are we hoping in today? Are you just hoping about your own personal salvation, your own personal needs, or do we carry the weight 
of what is going on in this world. If you don't have compassion, and you know, when you see the people broken, when you see the people in that place of need, what does it do to our hearts? How do we respond? Do we care? Do we want to reach out? Do we want to minister? And it says in, in, in Romans 8 verse 1, Therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Yeshua the Messiah. And what it's basically saying, that battle of the sinful nature that goes on uh, within our, our, our flesh, we have, we've got to be in that place where we are in Messiah. And this is how we get the freedom to know that I'm going to give thanks. I, I, I know what to do in the midst of this trouble. I'm going to give thanks. These are the things that I ought to do. The world is falling apart around me. Okay, well, we know. We read the pages of the scripture. We know that's going to happen. The dark's going to get darker. And, you know, we want to have conferences on, the, you know, how, how important is the, the current darkness that we're experiencing in the world. But really what we have to identify, well, this is, you know, elementary. Of course the world's going to get darker. But in the place of that darkness, do we believe that the light of Messiah will get lighter? Do we believe that we can see his glory manifest in this day? So therefore, it's now no, there's no condemnation for those who are in Yeshua the Messiah. Because through Yeshua the Messiah, the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. We are free in Yeshua. You are no longer condemned. And, and we are broken people. We make mistakes. But even in the place of our mistakes and our brokenness and our failures, hear the word of Yehovah. He wants us to be found in Him. So when the devil comes along and tries to remind you of your past, when the devil tries to pull you down because of your weaknesses, the Father says, no, you are you are surrounded by the blood of Yeshua. You are cleansed by the blood of Yeshua. You are sanctified before him. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, it says, Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel of honorable use, set apart and holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So we want to come today in the place of cleansing ourselves before Yehovah, recognizing, you know what, I don't know how to do what you have called me to do, Father. You've called me to do things that are bigger than I am capable to do in myself, but I trust you that with Messiah, all things are possible. I'm going to get to that place where I stand upon the promises of Yehovah. You know, just thinking about that, uh, you know, we talked last week about John chapter 14, 15, and 16. I think it was on our Zoom call we mentioned that on the importance of, of those scriptures and just the blessing of those three chapters where Yeshua does a summary of uh, his earthly ministry before he goes and pays the ultimate price. But in John chapter 17, what does he, he do? He, in his prayer, he says, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. And Yeshua is praying that we may be sanctified. You know, and we've got to get to that place where we understand the, that there is power 
power and freedom when we make that choice to say, you know what, I want to be sanctified. I want to walk holy before Yehovah. I recognize where I am. It, you know, it talks about pride in the scriptures. You know, that pride will bring us to the place of a fall, but we're called to humble ourselves before Yehovah. And when we humble ourselves before him, he will lift us up for his name's sake. Hallelujah. So, we are not subject uh, to uh, the sinful nature, and it's weakened, uh, you know, it's weakened by, uh, we're not in that place of weakness with the sinful nature. Let's read that verse 3. For what the law was powerless to do, in that it was weakened by the sinful nature, Elohim did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemns sin in sinful man in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us. Hear the word of Yehovah. The righteous requirements of the law is fully met in us. So we stand upon the promise and recognize who we are in Messiah. So every time you see yourself or you see failings on who you are, we need to look in the mirror and just identify and say to ourselves, we are the righteousness of Messiah. It's no longer I that live, it's the Messiah living in me. So the righteous requirements of the law are fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the Spirit. So what we see is we see some key things at the beginning. There's no condemnation if you're in Messiah. And we will walk in the fullness of what it truly means to be righteous if we are living in accordance with the Spirit. So I want us to take time each day and say, Father, are we living in accordance with the Spirit? And don't allow the weight of this world, the, the uh, you know, the, the desires of this world to entangle you in such a way that you lose the blessing of what it truly means to walk in the Spirit. What does it mean to live life in the Spirit? It means to live in the fullness of everything that He has for us. And even if that doesn't look like it's manifest Investing in the natural. You know, we know that all things work together for good for those who are in Messiah. So if you're in a situation and you think, you know, how can this work together for good? How, how can this continue through all the things we go through, through all the things that we face? We just get out of one trouble, out of one trial, and boom, we're into the next. And, you know, in uh, John chapter 17, uh, Yeshua praise that you know there's trouble in the world but but recognize that we have overcome that we will have that spirit to overcome hallelujah so verse 5 of romans 8 those who live according to the sinful nature have their mindset and what that nature desires but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires and you know what does it mean to live in accordance with the spirit it just basically means that, to live. What do we breathe for? What do we live for? What do we wake up for? What's your desire today? What do you desire to accomplish today? What do you want to see? Do you want to see that which is by the Spirit? And, you know, how do we get to that place where we are truly living life by the Spirit? We get there by surrendering our lives before the Father. Hallelujah. 
The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life and peace. The sinful mind is hostile to Elohim. It does not submit to Elohim's law, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please Elohim. You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the spirit, if the spirit of Elohim lives in you. And this is what's important, again, what we talked about a minute ago about following religion or relationship. Is the spirit of Elohim living within you? Do we have the manifestation of the guaranteed seal of the spirit? dwelling within us. If anyone does not have the spirit of Messiah, he does not belong to Messiah. Well, this is a strong word and something that we we need to uh, get a hold of. If, if you don't have a desire to walk by the spirit, if you don't feel that spirit's pull within your life, the question is, are we truly found in him? Has our faith gone cold? Uh, you know, are we lukewarm in how we live our lives? Then this is time today for the fire of Yehovah, for the thanksgiving of Elohim. And, and, you know, this is how we receive the fire. We praise him in the midst of the trial. We praise him in the midst of whatever the enemy is throwing at you today. Give thanks. Give thanks. And it's as we give thanks, it's as we praise, as we recognize our position in Messiah, we know that we already have the victory. So just make that declaration. Father, I thank you that I have the victory. I thank you that the victor is living in me. I do not need to be subject to the rules of this world's system. And that's how we've got to get out of the cycle of religion and get into the cycle of the spirit. That we pray through what we do. We ask the Father for the word of how to do what we are called to do, that we ask the Father to open up the doors before us to make a way, because, you know, he'll test you in, the, in that time of waiting. Are we proving the spirit of Yehovah within our lives in the place of waiting? Or are we panicking? Are we trying to do it within our own strength? And my encouragement is that we get to that place, that we identify that the spirit of Elohim is living in me. The spirit of Elohim is living within you. Do you recognize the power of the spirit? So what does the world say? What's the doctor's report? What's the health report that you're going through today? You know, you know, what, what is, uh, uh, you know, the circumstances and the things that you're in? You don't have to just take the report of that which is in the natural. You can bring the kingdom where do you need to see change? Father, we proclaim your kingdom come, your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. We break the assignments of the enemy today and we release the promises of Yehovah. Hallelujah. So if anyone does not have the spirit of Messiah, he does not belong to Messiah. Verse 10. But if Messiah is in you, your body is dead because of sin, yet your spirit is alive because of righteousness. 
And you might be thinking about all the challenges of the flesh and the things that you deal with. And it's a work in progress. We are being saved. We are walking into the fullness of Yahovah. So what do we do? How do we uh, yield to the Spirit? How do we get to that place where we are controlled by the Spirit? And the key is this. Fall in love with Yeshua more and more each day. Take time in His Word and say, Father, I want to know You. I want to know You. Holy Spirit, will You teach me to know more about my Savior, Yeshua? Fall in love with Yeshua more and more each and every day. Verse 11, And if the Spirit of Him who, who raised Yeshua from the dead is living in you, He who raised Messiah from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who lives in you. So when we identify that we have the Spirit living in us, we recognize that this Spirit that's living in us is so powerful that it brings resurrection power. So you might be thinking, you can't do this. You can't. You, you have too many failings, too many challenges within your life. Well, we break those Spirit spirits of addiction we break uh, those assignments of the enemy against you we say to the flesh you know you will not reign we will live by the spirit you might be watching right now and you need to fast you know what do we have to do how much do we hunger for the word um, another scripture I was reading today I think it was in Matthew can't remember what chapter it was uh, Sometimes when I go looking for the chapter, I can't find it anyway. But anyway, it was the, the, the chapter where Yeshua is teaching. And uh, he, tells, uh, he tells his disciples that the, the people have been listening for three days. And don't dismiss them and send them away because they'll literally collapse in the country. <laughs> I want you to feed them. What do you have? And it's the story of the seven fish and, you know, 4,000 men, women and children for three days. They're listening. They're Obviously, they brought food with them. Their food runs out. And, you know, they, they don't have enough strength to leave to get home. And Yeshua, he recognizes that. Why? Because they're hungering in the presence of Yeshua. They're listening to the words of Yeshua. Do you ever get to that place where you're so uh, in the word that you forget to have meals, that you're, you're just in that place of prayer before you realize it? You know, the whole day's gone by. You haven't had anything to eat, anything to drink, because you're just so absorbed in the presence of Yehovah. And Yeshua says, we're going to feed them. And he, he breaks uh, the bread and breaks the fish and the multitude are fed. There's supernatural provision that comes forth, even in the natural realm, when we take time in the Spirit. So how much do we hunger and first in the presence of Yehovah? We've got to get to that place where we move into a whole new dimension in the Spirit. Verse 12, therefore, brothers, we have an obligation, but it's not to the sinful nature to live according to it. 
For if you live according to the sinful nature, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of the body, you will live. So we've got to put these things to death. And we all have things that we know we have had to deal with and put to death. And maybe there's something within your life today. You know, I need to put this area to death. I need to live by the Spirit. I surrender to you, Yehovah. I want to make a difference today to live for you because those who are led by the spirit of Elohim they are sons of Elohim for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear but you received the spirit of sonship so when the devil wants to speak fear he wants to break you he wants to come against you and and remind you of your past of the things where you have failed we can say you know what I am, you know, I'm not going to walk that way. I'm not going to be a slave to fear. But what I'm going to do is recognize that I have received that spirit of sonship. Hallelujah. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. Verse 16, the spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are Elohim's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs heirs of Elohim and co-heirs with Messiah, if indeed we share in his sufferings in order that we may also share in his glory. So if we're praying for the glory of Yehovah, how are we going to see his glory manifest within our lives? We have to share in these sufferings. You've got to know how to lay down the sinful nature. I consider that our present sufferings are not worthy are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us the creation waits in eager expectation for the sons of Elohim to be revealed for the creation was subject to frustration not by its own choice but by the will of the one who subjected it in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of Elohim. Creation is waiting. And that groaning, that, uh, um, you know, that weight, uh, the heaviness of where is the glory of Yehovah? Where is the manifestation of revival, of salvation, of... <laughs> His glory be manifest within my home, within my street, within my community. Oh, Father, let your glory fall amongst us. You know, what is true revival? Is true revival, uh, you know, evangelists standing on the street corners and preaching? What, is, what does true revival look like? You know, sometimes we've got to get to that place and recognize that the move of the Spirit happens from the place of prayer. I want to see this village changed. I want to see my community transformed. I want to see my city transformed by the power of Yehovah. What does it look like? Father, give me a glimpse. Show me. Show me what revival looks like in Haifa. Show me what revival looks like in the land of Israel. What does revival look like in Jerusalem? What does revival look like within your city, within your town, within your community? Father, I want to see your glory. 
I want your glory to be revealed in me. So if we truly want to see that prayer answered, we've got to come to that place where we recognize we will face suffering. We will face challenges. Why? Because the devil wants to discredit you. He wants to break you. He wants you to be so useless and unusable that his glory will not be manifest. But we recognize that we are not in condemnation. We are not held to the sin patterns of this world. We are transformed with the renewing of our, our, our minds. We are born again of the Spirit. Old man, you are gone. Just make that declaration. You're gone. I choose to live life by the Spirit. I want to see the glory of Yehovah to be revealed in my life today. That creation will recognize the blessings of what it truly means to have us walk on the earth. I remember when Haley and I moved back from Spain on the mission field there to, uh, to the forest of Dean. We moved into this little 14th century uh, Norwegian miner's cottage. It had three and a half foot thick walls and it was a little quaint cottage. It had a little stream going through it. You couldn't drive your car up to the front door. You had to park and then walk along a little uh, uh, lane along the stream to come into your garden uh, of this little row of cottages. And when we got there, you know, everybody's garden looked, you know, horrible. People hadn't cut their grass. There was no flowers everywhere. Everything was overgrown. Uh, it just didn't look nice. And Haley, you know, she started to shape the garden, plant the flowers, and we're mowing the grass, and we had free little lawns, and we made things look beautiful. And, you know, because of our presence, what took place? Other people within that row, they're like, oh, oh, those flowers are nice. Oh, that, that looks so nice how you've done that. So all of a sudden, they are motivated to change their gardens. And all, then, then we saw neighbors, they, they start to buy flowers, cut their grass and do all the things, making it look nice. And we lived in, in um, two of those cottages for uh, about, I don't know, three or four years. And during the time that we were there, we saw life come to that little row of houses. It was beautiful. It was quaint. It was amazing. There was life because we were bringing life. It's not just that we were bringing flowers. We were bringing the life of Yehovah into that small part of the community. And it was amazing. I remember when we left that house and we left it, it looked so beautiful, looked so amazing. And, you know, we walked away from, from that place just thinking, man, that's just such a nice place to live. It was so nice. And the house sold and stuff. And I remember we went back years later and I walked down that little lane and everything was overgrown. The whole place was covered in weeds and there was no life and you know, the neighbors, some of the neighbors were still the same neighbors that were there when we lived there four or five years before. And now it was just all overgrown like nobody cared. The life had left the place. And I knew that was a picture of what the Father was saying to me. This is how I want my glory to be revealed. We are called to bring the fragrance and knowledge of Messiah to this generation. Do things with excellence so that people see the beauty of, you know, not just what's in your life, but how we express that in everything that we do. And, you know, within our environment, within our home, within our families. 
Let the glory of Yehovah be seen. And that's, uh, you know, one of the key things that I, I want us to, to get hold of. And Second uh, Thessalonians, uh, I was reading uh, chapter 2 and verse 13, but we are, are always, now let, let's read from verse 10. Uh, verse 10, And in every sort of evil that deceives those who are perishing, they perish because they refuse to love the truth and so be saved. For this reason, Elohim sends them a powerful delusion so that they will believe the lie and so that all will be condemned who have not believed the truth but have delighted in wickedness. So there's no condemnation for those who are in Messiah, but you don't receive Messiah. You will have a delusion come over you and you will be condemned and you won't have the truth that you will delight in wickedness you won't have the fruits of the spirit but it says in verse 13 we ought what we ought always to thank elohim for you brothers loved by yahovah because from the beginning elohim chose you to be saved through the sanctifying work of the spirit and through belief in the truth. And we saw that in John chapter 17 when Yeshua is praying, sanctify them in your truth. Your word is truth. He's praying to the Father. Yeshua is praying to the Father. Your word is truth. May we fall in love with the word. May we be sanctified by, you know, the Spirit, by the power of Yeshua, His blood that was shed for us. Hallelujah. So we may be sanctified, the sanctifying work of the Spirit, and through belief in the truth. You know, He called you to this through our gospel that you might share in the glory of our Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. So then, brothers, stand firm and hold to the teachings we passed on to you, whether by word um, word of, of mouth or by letter. Stand firm to the teaching, stand firm to the truth, recognize the sanctifying work of Messiah within your life, within my life. So in verse 13, what does it say? We are always to thank Elohim for you. So we've got to get to that place where we recognize what are the things we should always do. We should always be thankful. Look at the fruit of the Spirit. Look at the areas where the Spirit has manifest. Do you recognize testimonies of how the Father has used you, where you've seen the glory of Yehovah manifest? And, you know, we're not looking at things to say, look at me, I'm awesome, look at what I did. No, we don't do it. We allow the Holy Spirit to operate through us to bring change. But can we testify? Can we rejoice? Can we look at the glory of Yahovah in the lives of our brothers and sisters around us? There's many people within our community. I just rejoice at what the Father is doing in their lives, how they are transformed. They're not the same because we come together to fellowship. We pray together. We get on the Zoom calls on the Sunday. We fellowship together. We minister together. We intercede, we stand in the gap for each other, we get to share in the 
difficulties, share in the brokenness, and we also get to rejoice in the testimony of the breakthroughs of the great things of Yahovah. My encouragement today is that we get to that place where we give thanks. We get to that place where we recognize these are things that we ought to do. You know, don't just allow this world to steamroll you into uh, uselessness. Recognize that in Messiah you have a purpose. You have a destiny. This is your day. This is the day of Yahovah that we are called to rejoice and be glad in it. Why am I going to rejoice and be glad in this day? Because He has made this day. This is His day. He has created me for such a time as this. He's created you for such a time as this. So you don't have to be caught in that place of this depression, that place of brokenness. When the devil reminds you of all of your failings, all of your weaknesses, just remind him of his past to be cast into the lake of fire. Yes. So who are you? Do you recognize who you are in Messiah? Or are you just stuck on who you are in the flesh? Well, I'm just no good. I can't do anything. I, I don't know how I'm going to function. Well, just get in the Word and allow the Word to overflow within your life. And what will happen? You will see the purposes of Yehovah manifest everywhere you go. Because you don't have to be labeled by man in any way. You just have to be who he's called you to be. And just by being in his presence and taking his presence, we will see the manifestation of his glory happen around us. And I believe that's what he wants us to see. He wants us to be in that place where we recognize that we are living for him. In Galatians chapter 2, it says, I've been crucified with Messiah. Have you been crucified with Messiah? Are you trying to live in the flesh? Are you, do you struggle with offense? Do you struggle with anger? Do you, do, do you have all these you know, uh, manifestations? Well, we've got to get rid of those things. We've got to get to that place where we are no longer alive in the flesh, but we are crucified. We crucify the flesh. It's no longer I that live, but Messiah who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of Elohim who loved me and gave himself for me. I pray that this word is an encouragement for you to live in the flesh by the Spirit. Hallelujah. So live by faith as the Son of Elohim. Be sanctified. Recognize what we always ought to do. And give thanks to Yehovah and you will see his promises fulfilled. Father, I thank you for your word today. And I pray, Father, for those who struggle with their purpose. Those who struggle with how uh, they can be more effective. How can I live for Yehovah? How can I do more for Yehovah? And we all long to do more for you. But Father, help us to know how to wait before you. Help us, Father, to know how to press in and say, Father, I don't want it my way. I want your way and your ways to manifest within my life. So I give thanks today, and let this be your prayer. Say, come on. I give thanks, Father. I give thanks. I give thanks to you. Thank you for my life. Thank you for the breath that you have given me. May I bring glory to your name today. 
I receive the suffering and the things that I might have to face if it will bring forth the manifestation of your glory. I break the assignments of the enemy and I ask, Father, for you to make a way where there seems to be no way. Will you go before me? Father, we stand in the expectation of the great things that are upon us, the great things that we will witness. Let this day, let this week be a manifestation of your glory. In Yeshua's name. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. Please share your testimony. Kenny at bulldozeoffaith.com. Love to hear what the Father is doing within your life. We've got our new monthly newsletter coming out shortly, so get ready. It'll be coming out in a few days. We're looking forward to that. Also, like I said, we are going to be preparing to do a few broadcasts in this coming week as we're going to do a mission week. So pray. If the Father has called you to give and support the ministry, just bring that before the Father. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, this week the Father will uh, speak to you about a special offering towards the ministry. If you want to give after the Sabbath, you can do that at bulldozeoffaith.com forward slash give. We appreciate those that stand with us. And thank you for everyone who prays for the ministry. Praise for the work that we do. Pray for us here in the land of Israel and the things that we're involved in. And I can't wait to share with you uh, more this week on what the Father is doing. So I hope you'll join with us tomorrow. It's uh, 9.30 Israel time. I think that's 7.30 in the UK. 2.30 on the east coast of America then. Work out your time zones from there. Uh, Europe it's um, 8.30. Uh, join with us as we fellowship together at the Zoom call. And I pray that it will be a blessing that we can share testimony and have a time of prayer together as well. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to seeing you all tomorrow. Until next time, Shabbat Shalom.